there. You're going to be front and center for a change instead of wow. in the background. I'm going to be in the background. <laughs> we have a nice little reverb going here, too. Sounds good. So you want to do the date? I don't know if I could do it. I'm all nervous now. <laughs> should I do it? Or I admit, we... I don't know. I forgot what the date is. I'll go ahead and do it. It's, it's Brian's birthday, so I know. Oh, yeah. That's true. You better remember. Uh, I guess I can do it, and then if Joe can, if he gets back, he can redo it. We can, through the magic of your editing. The year is 2014. It's the 11th of June. And you're wasting away on the North Coast. Nicely done. Thank you. I've learned from the schmo. It's uh, Brian's 21st birthday. He's already left the so building. Who's Brian? So. Who's Brian? Uh, my son Brian. Uh, ah. Turns 21 today. That guy. Yep. The one that had that big smile on his face. Yep. Had his first beer ever. I guess that's what I'm told. <laughs> as far as you know. Well, he put it away pretty quick, and he didn't seem to mind the, uh, Beginner's the taste. Luck. So, Beginner's luck, for sure. And you got a nice photo of him with yes. his first beer, which he yep. asked me not to upload, so unfortunately... So it's going to go on the website. <laughs> Let's put it on the blog. <laughs> There's the first traffic. That wasn't schmo. I thought it would be schmo. I thought so, too. So... Uh, we're uh, both on the same side of the table, so our, our recording is going to be unbalanced until Schmo comes back. But, look what I oh, have here. Oh, we've got the lottery tickets. The Margaritaville lottery tickets. Margaritaville lottery. Escape to Margaritaville. Win up to $250,000. Wow. They're huge. They're very yeah. large tickets. They're not They're like... Old time too. They're like a fablet. Yep. A word that I hate and should not have used in public. So there you go. You you just approved of it publicly. Then you had to scratch oh palm trees. I was thinking they were parrots. You have to scratch off palm trees. Yeah, I didn't read the rules, so I don't know how to play the thing, but win up to twelve times. And they're numbered. The tickets are numbered. I don't know if I ever noticed that before. Lottery tickets being numbered. You got numbers 28 through 33. Ooh. Now these were purchased some time ago, so I don't know if there's a statute of limitations on these things, but uh, usually they're still Five dollars. They're still good for like a year or something like that, typically. Five dollar tickets. Yeah. And this was uh, my sister Shelly made a trip. Um, Back in April to Orlando, and we had heard that these tickets were available down there, and I asked her to pick some up for us. She obliged, and it's just finally now, in June, when I finally remembered <laughs> to bring them. I guess the parrots on the top are the winning numbers, and you have to scratch all those palm trees to try and match the winning numbers. Ah, I think. It's not very bright back here, and my eyesight's not the best in dim light. No. Since I'm old... Yep, I have no glasses either, so the only way I can read it is have a bright light. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, winning numbers, you're right. Very good. We're schmo. We should scratch these off. Of course, I think Mick said he doesn't want to scratch this off. Oh. Really? Both? You'll have two, because I have six. Ooh, Dude, that'd be tempting. Or six. Should I sacrifice one? I was going to 
Actually, I was going to do both. I'll never be able to keep two. I have numbers 28 and 29 for the record. I'll get Schmoll the next two, and then I'll keep the last two. 32 and 33. Hey, did you see uh, the Houston Chronicle did a, did a uh, interview with Buffett before his Houston show? Which was the 29th, May 29th. And uh, they played a trivia game with him. Buffett trivia. Oh, it and, was Buffett trivia? Yeah, it was Buffett trivia. Ooh. And he did okay, but not as good as he probably thought he would. But I, I could agree. I, I mean, I can understand why I got some of them wrong, because some of the questions were kind of tricky. But uh, the one... You start this? Yeah, we started. Oh, okay. I did the date. Wow. Did you get it right? Sorry, Joe. Yep, you got it right. Believe well, it or not. Well, yeah, it because it's his son's birthday. Yeah, I can't forget that one. <laughs> it's true. Um, the thing that I found most noteworthy about the Houston Chronicle uh, interview was that I knew that Buffett takes a nap before his concerts. He's, he's talked about that before. But they mentioned in the, in the article that he brings his own bed with him on the road. <laughs> That's kind of weird. So that's the perks of being a, a you know, multi-million dollar star. He brings his own bed with him. I was picturing him just kind of sacking out on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a bummer. It was off. End of part one. Part two. Outside. You guys have to check it out because it was pretty good. He, they, the guy did play Buffett Trivia. Okay, it was Buffett Trivia, but he did, did okay. Uh... He brings his own bed around. Yeah. Heard that part. That's the part that I found most noteworthy. The guy was poking around backstage and he saw a room with, with a bed in it. Huh. And Jimmy said, that's his own, that's his bed. He brings it along on tour so he can take his naps. <laughs> and I was, when I heard that Jimmy takes naps, I just pictured him kind of zonking out on the couch that's in the dressing room. Yeah. I didn't know he... It was a formal thing with a... Yeah, he, he went to all that trouble to bring his own bed with him on tour. He's a big fan of naps, just like Joe. <laughs> I'm a fan of naps. I never get to take enough. Well, you get to a certain age, nap. You realize that naps are a pretty damn good idea. <laughs> you realize that that uh, you know everybody in Spain and Italy has the right idea. You should take an afternoon nap. In Mexico, yeah. the fiesta or siesta. Yeah. Siesta. Yeah. First word fiesta. fiesta. And then or, siesta. Then fiesta again. And Buffalo World had a story about. Uh, I think we do this pretty much every year. The Billboard's top twenty-five. But this was the top 25 live artists since 1990. And since I'm mentioning it, you can pretty much imagine that Buffett's part of the list. So where do you think he ranks the top 25 live artists since, since 1990? Since 19. Top 25. Where do you think you he know, ranks? You know, I always imagine him much higher than it turns out to be because I, I forget about some of the schmucks that wind up higher. <laughs> I would say 12. Off. I'm gonna I say think he's 12. in the top 10. Just outside the top 10. He's right? not in the top 10. He's, he's not, not outside the top. the top 10. He's not right outside the top 10. <laughs> he hits Ooh, number 19, 20. 20. Wow. Seriously? Okay. All right. Give me the top 10. Do you, do you have that? The Rolling Stones is number one. U2 is number two. Springsteen, Madonna, Bon Jovi, Elton John, Dave Matthews, Celine Dion, oh. Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. I lost my place. The Eagles... <laughs> The police and Sting. I don't know why they put the Sting? police and Sting together. This is an outdoors thing? Since 1990. Outdoors? Was it outdoors? No, I didn't say anything about no, outdoors. No, just, just concerts. Since 1990. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't think you did either. I, I don't know. Because I'm outdoors myself right now. <laughs> yeah. 
hit so easily. Oh, the Eagles like, stops at number 10. Uh, Police and Stinger, 11. Then Roger Waters, Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, Rod Stewart, Neil Diamond, Metallica, Aerosmith, George Strait, Jimmy Buffett. That brings huh. you to 20. The rest of them are Coldplay, Toby Keith, Cher, Fleetwood Mac, and ACDC. That brings you to 25. Well, at least we got Top live artist since 1990. Oh. So there well, you go. Roger Waters. Yeah, he like toured once. Well, yeah, he, yeah. he charged ten thousand dollars per ticket, so yeah. that's how he did it. Um, and that's my gospel from the coast. <laughs> Those are the only stories that I mentioned. Oh, for yeah? from the coast. The uh, <clears throat> first leg of the of the it had to be you tour is over. <laughs> we talked about the first two shows, and uh, I've got highlights from the other two shows. The shows from Houston and Austin. Did you guys listen to them? No. I heard the beginning of the Houston one. Was that the first one? Yeah. That was on Thursday the 29th. I saw that one on Margaritaville TV, and that came out flawlessly. The streaming of that was was great. I didn't notice any problems with that. I wasn't able to watch the Saturday show because I was at work. I was able to take a look at it, and I saw that it was coming in. I could confirm that it was coming in, but I wasn't able to watch any of it. But I did record it off Radio Margaritaville. Oh, wait, maybe I so watched I, some I do of have highlights. I did watch some of the Saturday on TV because I was out of town. You know, HUD's got this awesome screen porch right next to his house. We should, like, bust in on HUD hey, and record oh. in the screen. Yes. It's not far from here. No, we it's right here. This. It's right on the way home. Yes. All right, that's, uh, I'll that put it on our my new uh, studio. Yeah. And he's got Margaritaville shelves and everything. <laughs> <laughs> shelves. Well, you know what? That's a. I'll take that up at the next uh, production meeting. All right. This should move this closer. <laughs> well, because uh, you're sitting so far away. All right. Cool. Okay. I'll put that Just in. Just a the, suggestion. Uh, I'll put that in. This. That was the Margaritaville, the waste away in the North Coast suggestion box. Well, it's a little, uh, it's a little peek into one of our production meetings. Yeah. Corey's going crazy. The only the only downside is you have to put up with HUD disrupting the show like that. <laughs> He's always bursting into song, bursting isn't he? Song. Bursting into song, his midriff showing. <laughs> it's, if you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> God, why did we even put that image in our <laughs> Now we're all suffering. You made it worse. Ooh. I started it. <laughs> So what else? So, anyway, so we did Gospel from the Coast. Did we do our... Did you just fit in the... Uh, I was getting into the highlights because I didn't think we had anything else to talk about. No, we just had the... You must have talked about these? Yeah, we talked about the tickets a little bit. We're going to scratch them off. Mickey's not going to scratch his off. He wants to keep them intact. Yeah, but maybe we each scratch one and the next show we tease the next show we scratch the other. Ooh, wow, really? I must now, have to keep them around that long? That's yeah, quite that's the production true. meeting. We'll have to do it. We'll have to be able to see. We're really brainstorming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stretch the material out. Yeah, really? Jeez. That's like, what she said. Like a, re- like a reality show. Uh, for the Houston show, which was the third show of the first leg of the It Had to Be You tour, I, I had another joke name, but now I can't think of it. Uh, Fanny Lou showed up for the Bing and Bong show and she called herself Bang. Bing, Bong, and Bang. Oh, right. And uh, Fanny Lou showed up for the concert as well, obviously. And 
uh, Jimmy and she did Back to Cartagena. She also did her own song, Na Tapito Flores. No Tapito Flores. Or I should have Joe pronounce it because he's so fluent in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Puerto Penasco. <laughs> and uh, she came back from Margaritaville as well. Well, what is it? What's the place called? What's that? What, it, what, what do you want me to pronounce? Song, song title? We're not oh, talking about places. Oh, the song, song title. title. I'm sorry. Right there. The, might be a place. <laughs> yeah. Nodi. Fido Flores. <laughs> That's my Fargo shack. So maybe this will be a bit. So awesome. <laughs> Joe speaks Spanish. So Spanish. No tea, Glasgow Flores. <laughs> I know. I can't do it. My mouth won't do it. A couple highlights include uh, Jimmy's intro to Head Hurts, Feet Stink, and Take the Weather With You. And they did Who's the Blonde Stranger, which I hadn't heard in a while. And it had an it uh, sounded a little bit different. It had a new sounding beginning. They also did Mexico, and surprisingly, they reprised the medley of Five O'clock Somewhere and Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw, which I thought was going to be exclusive to Atlanta. But I guess Jimmy liked it so much that they did it again, just for the heck of it. And I lost my place because I fat fingered the screen. That's what she said. And. I did it again, son of a bitch. <laughs> that scroll bar at the very end is so sensitive. Uh, oh, another funny part was uh, Jimmy was going to introduce... Jimmy was supposed to introduce We Are The People and completely forgot about it and started introducing Lovely Cruise instead. And compounding that, Radio, Margarita, Radio Margaritaville started playing their pre-recorded outro yeah. right afterwards. So it's like... Everybody thought the show was going to end two songs early. And when they finally did do Lovely Cruise, it wasn't the full band. It was just Jimmy and Robert Greenwich, which sounded pretty nice. So here are the highlights to the Houston show from Thursday, May 29th. That was the the ever-dangerous 12-string ninja pick. Be careful, you know. Could hurt you there. That could hurt you like... Beating down on Duval Street in QS, Florida could hurt you. Yes, yes, we're going back to the beginnings right now. White sport coat and pink crustaceans and all that stuff. This is a little song. Uh, when, I, when I got to QS the first time, you know, I, I didn't have much, but I'd fortunately gotten a degree in journalism, so I went looking for stories down there. And, uh, well, it's not like Marco Polo going to China, but Duval Street was probably just as treacherous in, in the 70s when I got down there. So I did a lot of research and, and searching and exploring up and down Duval Street, looking for things that might ignite my imagination, Mike. Are you, is, am I keeping you up? Is this, uh, did you find something that did that? Yeah, that? Yes, I did. I found something. Well, there's a bar called... The old Anchor Inn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, known by the locals as the Snake Pit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It reminds me a lot of the lawn out here at Woodland. So this would be a... Lawn people, how is it up there? This little song we brought back from Australia because it's written by uh, Tim and Neil Finn. They're actually from New Zealand, but uh, they, uh, I ran into them down there. And uh, the thing about the weather in Australia is they have one word for the weather. It's uh, 
whatever's happening, it can be a hurricane, a blizzard, beautiful or chilly, and they, on the weather forecast they go, today it's fine. How's the weather today? Fine. So uh, I guess that most of the times it is fine. So this is one, since we have the weather tonight, we're going to leave this with you uh, as we go on to Austin and then beyond. But we're going to leave this weather in Houston because, listen, I know the Gulf Coast. August is coming. Oh, God. Strange affliction. So uh, we, we had to go back, and of course we're coming around here. We're going to do some songs that were written around here, affected by here. So this, this was always a lasting memory to me. I was down on Padre Island one time where a guy rode his horse into a beach bar and ordered a bunch of oysters and then got on his horse and rode away. I thought, you don't see that many places, you know. And for those from West Texas, these were not prairie oysters. You know? These are good Gulf Coast, Padre Island, Port Aransas oysters. And some pretty boy who still had his hair. Wow, what a show. What can you say? What a crowd, huh? Easy to... parents warn me about.
Interesting. Saturday, May 31st, was the Austin show and the wrap-up of the first leg of the tour. And Frank Marshall, Hollywood producer, Big Shot, protege of Steven Spielberg, was a guest. Did I say Frank Marshall? Frank Marshall was guest on Bing and Bong show. And he also performed guitar on Margaritaville, which he's done on some other shows. I guess he was in the area, kind of in the area, because... He was in Louisiana starting production on Jurassic World, which Mr. Udley uh, insisted on calling Jurassicville. I don't know if that was... I kind of don't think it was a joke, because he kept doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like... That's he, in his brain. It was. I did see this. I did watch... I did have the show on while Kate and I were settling down after getting home from out And if you're wondering, why are they shooting Jurassic World in Louisiana... It's because of tax breaks. Exactly. It's the same reason they shot so many movies in Michigan a few years back, because yeah. of tax breaks. They they openly said this, too. Yeah. They break tax breaks. And uh, one notable event, not a highlight, but a notable event, was some strange music started playing over the PA between Only Time Hotel and Who's the Blonde Stranger. And uh, it wasn't Radio Margarita, but it was on stage, because Jimmy noticed it and was joking about it. Uh, they did Mexico again. Peter Mayer's son, Brendan, guested on Nobody From Nowhere, which they brought back out of the archives. And they also let uh, Brendan Mayer take center stage for his own song called Getaway Car. Wow. And they still did the 5 o'clock Get Drunk and Screw medley. And this time, Lovely Cruise, the final song, was performed with the full band. So here are highlights from the Austin show. where my roots are. This is a song that's written by a good friend of mine from Mobile, Alabama, Mr. Mr. Will Kimbrough. And uh, we also have the great treat tonight. Uh, we, it's legacy time here. We got, uh, we got Mr. Peter Mayer on the guitar here, and young son Brendan Mayer is going to join us on this one right now. So, uh, Brendan grew up in an ample road case behind the stage back there, so it's about time to get him out of there, get him out in front here now. This is a song for anybody that came in from the country tonight, waving, just waiting for somebody to come by that wave hello. Just 
Somebody else is here too, so Mr. Mac on the piano. I'm going back there. Brenda's got you right now. This is called Getaway Car, Brenda Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Jimmy, for having me. People will think that that plane took like five minutes to cross the sky. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it started as we it's faded circling. into the medley, and then it, it came this right back when we faded out of the medley. It's just like plane has been overhead. It's like, it's like a helicopter, away. but it's actually a plane. It's just now going away. So that's all my material. I'm just glad to wrap up the first leg of the tour in such a timely go. fashion. We're yeah, all set for the second leg of the tour, which starts... Which starts, where do I have that information? Starts on June 19th in Fort Worth. And this, this is the drive-in show, which you have to pay to see. So I'm pretty sure it's not going to be on Margaritaville TV or on Radio Margaritaville. Because you're supposed to pay to see it at a simulcast on a drive-in near you. And I believe there is not one Michigan drive-in in the list. That's true as of a couple weeks ago thought, or a week ago. It could be. It, it could have changed. It could have changed. But the last I saw, there was not no, one Michigan driver. No, it keep checking. The last time I checked was at least over a week ago, and no Michigan. Really? Hmm. Um, and then after that, the official resumption of the tour is in Frisco on Saturday, and that's followed by shows in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Chicago, and that will ring out the second leg of the 2014 tour. Eddie Word on Margaritaville TV. I haven't seen anything. Cost money they haven't said anything. Maybe they're going to give us a grace period because they had that screw up on, at the whatever show that was, the Shastain Park show. I can't even remember what city that was. Was it Atlanta? Was that the Atlanta show? The first one? That's true. The first one was screwed up and the second one wasn't broadcast at all. I forgot about that. So maybe they're going to give us two extra shows. But yeah, I, I've been checking and looking for some kind of information, what's, but they haven't said anything. What's your... Uh, Break even. Where do you where do you draw the line? How much would you pay? How much would you pay for Margaritaville TV? I'm thinking less than ten a month. Yeah, I mean, and and consider obviously yeah, he doesn't tour all year round. What are you going to do on the off season, right? When he's not touring, you're still paying that whatever it is you're going to pay per month. Yeah, no, I don't I know. I, I wouldn't pay that. that. But they'd have to come up with something. So you're thinking ten bucks a month? Seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine, something like that. I can't imagine it being too much. I could I could go seven ninety nine. I don't know that I will ten bucks. I'm telling you that when the when the tour is over, what are you going to do? Unless you quit. You know, they only charge you during the tour. Yeah, I'm. Well, when the tour is over, it keeps going. Well, what they're going to do is they're probably going to have a. It's going to be cheaper if you buy a whole year. Right? Yeah, and then plus he's always got shows going. No, he doesn't. 
He doesn't always have shows. Because no, there's, there's, there are see, long stretches where I don't listen to Sirius XM because he's not on tour. Yeah, that's okay. There are months and months where I don't listen to Sirius XM at all. Yeah, but they'll but have I'm still paying for other it. content. Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to do the same thing with Mark Rivo. I didn't even look at the content show, right? they've had. I've only chosen They're adding to it. There's There are a lot more videos. But I'm wondering if but they try to go get rights to other things, other shows of other people. Maybe. It could be, but I'm not sitting there watching this stuff all the time, so it would be kind of a waste for me, but I would I would pay for it so I could have that one show Kate and I can watch. I mean, if I they watch one or two shows in a, in a month. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to watch all of them. Yeah. I'm not going to have time or the schedule. For it's me, I had them on, and we were doing other things, and then if she went turn on the TV, I just muted it and it was on this other TV. I find it a lot easier to just play the audio in the background. I, I have no problem paying a monthly fee to Sirius XM even though I don't listen to it constantly. I don't listen to Radio, radio Margaritaville constantly. But I don't have a problem paying for that. But I, I don't imagine me sitting down and watching every concert the yeah. way that I record the audio for every concert. Yeah. See, I'm already paying for Sirius XM mostly because of Radio Margaritaville, so I can listen. But what I, you know, so this would be over and above. This what would I pay for the video? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be much, right? Because I already have. See, I, I don't have the serious on the computer. That's what I recommend. I recommend getting the the audio stream over buying a radio. I used to have that back because then I just have the radio. I was part. just reading on. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Buffett News. The the discussion boards on Buffett News. People were complaining, or they were pointing out that the audio on Margaritaville TV is a lot better than the than Sirius XM radio, and that's because they're basing it off their their hardware, their their actual physical radio, their their satellite radio, as opposed to the audio stream that you pay uh, three bucks, two bucks, three yeah, bucks, it's like two ninety nine. Yeah, it might even be four bucks. It might be three ninety nine. But you pay a little extra to get the audio stream. I think the audio stream. Well, I know the audio stream is superior to what you get with the hardware, the radio, the hardware radio, satellite radio. And I would say that the audio on SiriusXM is on par with the the audio you get from Margaritaville TV. So I think a lot of people that are impressed with the audio of Margaritaville TV might get talked into just getting SiriusXM. Seeing as yeah, I, I didn't say that right. They they already have Sirius XM as hardware, so I think they could get talked into splurging on the extra four bucks for a radio Margaritaville audio stream, as opposed to paying whatever additional price for Margaritaville TV. Is that long-winded enough? <laughs> Did I get my point across? I don't yeah, have to I, explain this again. I should be getting I? the audio stream, Sirius, and then I shouldn't. I don't really Seriously? need it. Sirius. I don't need, and that's a lot cheaper than it probably will be for Margaritaville TV when I'm using his back. And sadly, that's where the audio ends. We recorded 52 minutes worth of show that night, but the file got corrupted somehow, and I was only able to recover 36 minutes. The missing 16 minutes, of course, contain what would have been the highlight of the show Mike and Schmo scratching off their escape to Margaritaville lottery tickets. I can't recreate the live view of their drama of this, so I'll just say that Schmo went first scratching off one of his two tickets, but it was a loser. Mike went next, scratching off one of his two, and found out it was a $50 winner. Scratching some more, he won another $50. Schmo tried again but wound up with another loser, and Mike's luck didn't hold out since his second ticket was a loser as well. Mike now has 60 days to claim his 100 bucks, but I think he can do it by mail rather than having to drive all the way down there and looking for the first gas station south of the Florida border.
Sorry about the technical problems, I'm really not sure what caused it, after all these years of fairly successful attempts, but then again this was the first show where I remember to bring my windscreen, coincidence, yeah, probably. And in lieu of a big finish or a joke from Shmo, you just have me. Saying that you can reach us at podcast, at, northcoastcast.com, or podcast at wastingaway.net, you can leave us a voicemail message at 1-734-399-4888, that's 734-399-4888, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash northcoastcast, or Twitter at twitter.com slash waotnc. What's waotnc? Why it stands for wasting away on the North Coast, and if you're saying to yourself, my goodness, that's almost musical, that should be a song lyric. We've got that covered too. Short summer, long day, hit the beaches, catch some rain, hibernate till June, leave it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best of three months, you gotta live through nine. Sun, sand, and water, don't get me wrong. It's all here, not far too long. Now, in the spring, we got fall. Sun still, the sun Makes us smile. You get it here for a while. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. Wasting away on the North Coast. Memorial Day is a week from today, and it's unofficial kickoff to summer, so let's celebrate by playing Cringeworthy Summer Edition. A Redditor asked, using only three words, how much can you make me cringe? We like the idea so much, we decided to make it a game. Comedians, you have three summer-themed words to make me cringe. 60 seconds, let's begin. Yes, Kurt. Hot mayonnaise Sunday. Oh, yes. Points. Mike. After prom abortion. <laughs> Not really summer theme, but I'll allow it. Points. Fortune. Jimmy Buffett concert. Yes! 